Heron Takes Flight, Assassin's Creed Valhalla Encouragement Support and Belief are three things that help springboard every child and adult to achieve great things in life. Growing up in my junior years my father was always busy either earning a living, spending time at Winnington Park Recreation Club, fly fishing, playing snooker, or in the bookies chucking money at some horse in the 2.30 at Aintree to instill these traits in me. Everybody knew Tom, he was a popular generous guy with lavish taste, everybody knew him but me. Before I continue, a quick disclaimer, my past, was supposed to happen just as it did to make me the man I am today. I reflect without regret and with the understanding that my version of events is just that. I take full responsibility and own my actions with compassion and forgiveness. The past is gone, a long time ago, fighting with it won't ever change it. I have accepted it, appreciated the lessons I learned and move forward. Tom and I never had much of a father-slash-son relationship, at this time of my life our neighbor Frank Duncalf somehow managed to fill that void in my life. Frank didn't have children, so teaching me chess, how to draw, how to catch a rugby ball, play cricket, tennis, how to correctly repair a puncture when my bike tire ran flat and teach me about birds and wildlife must have been mutually beneficial for him. Either that or he felt sorry for me, I'm sure he did so much more but as I am trying to think back 35 years, things get a little fuzzy. I will however be eternally grateful for the time he invested in me, R.I.P. Frank. Don't get me wrong we never wanted for anything when Tom was around. He would take us to Blackpool in his burgundy Jaguar with a cream leather interior, this was a big thing in the 80s, Nutsford Fair whenever it was on and we did a few Butlins holidays. He was never far from a 20-pack of Embassy No. 1, a pint of Carling or a Bell's Whiskey in Canada Dry. Eventually, we moved away to another part of the village and I lost Frank's guidance and influence. It was at that point in my life that I have realized my subconscious self-loathing started. So off to high school, I went and throughout my time I was bullied, bullying was a little different in the 90s, and it was just something you accepted and got on with. I think I have had more black eyes than Amir Khan. One Saturday we came home from a day out, the zoo, I think, to an empty house thinking we had been burgled. Turns out being burgled would have been a blessing as we could have claimed on the house insurance. As life would have it Tom had left and taken every appliance we had with him, no cooker, fridge or freezer, TV, microwave or hi-fi. Tom took everything he could and from that point, we were on our own. Mum did amazingly well and found such strength to help us all through this time. Mum managed to secure credit at several stores for a fridge, cooker and other appliances so we could survive. Mum worked 12 plus hour days to support us, we survived on no frills food from Quicksave and may have occasionally needed to eat with friends or at the nursing home where she worked. We never went without unlike mum who often did behind closed doors so that we could eat, food banks weren't a thing back then. Tom's rejection and behavior around this time and later in my teenage years subconsciously affected my mental health. Through feeling unwanted and pretty worthless I became part of a gang and for some time I went completely off the rails. I have lost count of the times I was arrested before I was 18, I ended up in the care system and again that compounded my subconscious belief that I wasn't wanted or good enough. Teachers at school said I'd never amount to anything in the gang, in general, ended up splitting up into smaller groups. I took the wrong path and eventually found the courage to walk away, to later get a right kicking from the very same people I called friends. I worked for the link, only people of a certain age will remember. My manager would kick me in the shin any time I swore, something I'll never forget. I later worked for a local IT company. Every day the lovely lady I worked with would very publicly tell me how shit I was and how I would never get anywhere in the company. This went on for about a good six months until I was eventually moved, management used to laugh and would say if you can survive six months with Tracy then you're a keeper. Neither practice was acceptable in any employment but with low self-confidence and needing the work I accepted and kept my head down. The Awakening
Fast forward to the current day and Jesus as he is referred to says to me why do you self-loathe? I replied I don't and then he went on to ask me again. He would ask me what I say to myself and pop suggestions into the conversation, I would resist confirming that I don't say any of this stuff to myself. Jesus wouldn't accept this, it took me a long time to understand his wisdom hence the name, subconscious self-loathing. Some of the hidden thoughts in my head that I couldn't see because I wasn't looking. My failed marriage, I'm a failure and not deserving of another's love. Every promotion rejection, I'm not good enough. My financial situation, I have always been rubbish with money. My estranged family, I'm not worthy. My past, I'm a bad person. My weight, why bother? None of the above six statements is true, excluding the money one. They were the thoughts my brain was telling me at the time when I was faced with the reality of life. I had been thinking about this stuff for so long subconsciously I couldn't even see what I was doing until Jesus picked me up on it. As soon as I could see what I was doing, I could change my thinking and rewire my supercomputer. Very quickly my thoughts turned to my failed marriage, it wasn't our time and she wasn't the one. Every promotion rejection, I can learn from the experience and do better next time. My financial situation, I have always been rubbish with money but not anymore. My estranged family, I'm more than worthy, they just can't see it. My past, I made some mistakes but they don't define me. My weight, I can lose it. It helped me to get things written down so I could see and visualize my truth. The brain is more complex and powerful than any supercomputer on earth. Much like the computer, whatever you put in you'll get out, much like software and hardware it can be rewritten or upgraded. Greater than trade your expectation for appreciation and the whole world changes instantly. Greater than. Greater than Tony Robbins. I have written in the blog Why Living a Different Life. About how, when you remove the expectation of others it significantly reduces resistance, stress and drama in your life. We all however have expectations for ourselves and some of us are our own worst critics, myself included. Traditionally I have been very hard on myself when things haven't worked out because I have not met my expectation. When I was unknowingly overcompensating my actions to prove to myself that I was not my subconscious vision, I would stumble now and again. I had no awareness that this was even happening, so if any of this sounds alien to you that's exactly how it felt for me six months ago. Every time I failed to hit my impossible standards, my subconscious would remind me that it was my fault, and that I wasn't good enough and this drained the life from me. I withdrew from society, stopped living and spent my days in God's waiting room. Receiving the slightest negative feedback became very hard at work, relationships dwindled and eventually, I broke. I went from God's waiting room to a different waiting room. Jesus as he is known said he wished he had filmed me walking in that first day to show me the progress I have made. With his continued support, I have shifted my mindset to appreciate it when shit goes wrong and learn from it rather than beating myself with an invisible stick. Greater than a failure isn't a failure, it's actually a success in how not to do something. Greater than. Greater than Rick Benno. The subconscious mind is really powerful. It can affect your energy, commitment, outlook, mood, relationships, decision-making and life in general on this earth. If you have read this far and have any areas of your life where you are not meeting your expectations, be kind to yourself, ask yourself why. And take some time to work out what you need to program into your subconscious to make it happen. Remember though, success and failure is all in the mind. Getting out of bed can be a huge success for someone with depression, as can getting a shower or turning up to work. You don't need to compare or base your success on what anyone else is doing. You are unique, amazing and you have all the tools to achieve whatever you want from this life, you just need the will to do it. Wishing you all a fantastic week, thanks for reading, sending love and virtual hugs to anybody that may need it right now. 
Enjoy each day and be amazing. The 1650 plus words above took me a good few days to write to you as I felt quite vulnerable writing about my story. If you found any value in anything you have read please give this a share or a sub to keep up with whatever is coming next. If you don't like to share, simply clicking on any of the links below or throughout this blog helps me to get my content to more people. Thank you X. Follow. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm also on Twitter.